Well, good morning. I'm Reverend Nicole Riley, the lead and teaching pastor here. Can you turn that down a bit? It's a bit echoey. Thanks. And uh, if you'd like to follow along with today's sermon, you can do so on the app. And so you'll see sermon notes there. Uh, Today we are continuing our series on summer stories. And we're talking about these life-changing stories of Jesus, how Jesus turns things upside down. He invites us to see the world in some different ways, to to have fresh eyes, to see ourselves differently, to see our lives differently, to see the world differently. Um, This is our third week, so if you've missed any of them, I do recommend you go back either on our um, uh, YouTube or also we have a podcast, because I think summer's kind of that time when you pull out the good book. I mean, the good book, yes, but also a good book, and spend some time thinking about these stories. So the first week we were together, we talked about a story about God's kingdom, and we learned about that you and I are like dirt, right? You and I are like dirt. We are soil. Sometimes like dirt, we get depleted. We get hard. We don't receive the water. So we are to be receptive to what God's doing, to what God wants to bring into our lives. And uh, we may need some amends. We may need to slow down a bit. We may need to do a little work on ourselves so that God can do some good things in and through us. And then last week we talked about um, being lost and being found. And we looked at the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. And we learned that while we are all lost at some time in our life, that God is always looking to find us. There is never a situation we are in where God isn't looking for us, where God isn't searching to bring us home and to sit us at the table. This week, what we're going to talk about is some stories about love and forgiveness. This is a really important topic, love, forgiveness. Uh, This is uh, stories that Jesus um, not only tells in the scripture, but throughout really his ministry, he tells these stories about love and forgiveness. And, And I think when we talk about love and forgiveness, one of the things we get to be aware of is that some of the biggest challenges that you and I are going to have in our life relate to learning how to love and how to be loved, how to let ourselves be forgiven, and how to forgive other people. I think we really spend our whole lives on this work. We spend our whole lives learning to love. We spend our whole lives learning how to let love into our lives. We spend our whole lives learning how to forgive other people and also how to receive some forgiveness in our lives. So today, we're going to talk about a couple different summer stories, Jesus's parables, and we're going to look at um, how they give us three important principles. These are principles that we know, 
but that we often forget because we're human, because we get busy, because we always need to go back to these foundational things to remember. So let's hear today's first text, which comes from Luke's Gospel, chapter 10. Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I'll repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three, do you think, was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? He said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So it's a classic, right? The story is a classic, and the themes are classic. This is a lawyer asking Jesus these things. And let's give a little context to the story. So the context is the paragraph right before we heard the parable. So you may have noticed when I started reading, it said Jesus replied. This is what he's replying to. Just then a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? The lawyer knows, as we all do, that God has called us to love, that God has invited us to love others. And the bar is high, loving God, loving ourselves, loving others. The lawyer knows it, we know it, but he was looking for a way out of it, just like we often do. I love how it says it in the story. Wanting to justify himself, he asked, well, who is my neighbor? I mean, how do you think he said that? Well, who is my neighbor? Or, well, who is my neighbor, right? Jesus probably gave him an eye roll. If we were there, we might have seen it, because he'd gone over this so many times. And so Jesus tells the story, one that I imagine when he told this parable, the first time he told this story, I imagine this was something they talked about around the dinner table all week long because it was startling what Jesus said. We miss some of that. 
We miss it because we're used to this story. We're used to the idea of a good Samaritan. But that is actually uh, a thing that would never have occurred to the followers of Jesus, that you would put good and Samaritan together. Um, For us, think of the person who you think is least likely to help, least likely to make a difference. The people you see and when they misbehave, you go, well, of course, that's how they always are. Jesus picks a person no Jew thought well of and made him the hero of the story. He is the one who stops. He is the one who it costs him. It costs him money. It costs him time. Jesus shares not just who is my neighbor, but he shares how does it mean, what does it look like to love my neighbor? Now, in the parable, of course, there are two other people, religious leaders of the day, uh, people who pass on to the other side, who don't help, who don't stop. There's lots of reasons for it. Um, Historically, we think that they don't stop and they don't help because maybe they were on their way to a religious service or Or maybe they were concerned that the man was dead, and by touching him, they would not be able to serve in the temple. There's always a good reason not to stop. There's always a good reason not to help. One of my uh, favorite examples of this is a story of a group of seminarians, so people studying to be pastors who were set up. They were told, you're going to preach on this passage of the Good Samaritan. So go ahead and prepare your sermon. And when you're ready, walk across the area and go over to where the chapel is on the other side of the campus. And they set them up by putting people in their way who were in need. These are people who are going to preach on this passage. And none of them stopped and helped those in need. Thinking about this this morning, I was thinking, am I going to get all the way to church before something happens and I need to stop? (laughs) Right? When we think of this passage, it is one of those passages that call us about loving our neighbor. I mean, Jesus ends when he talks about this parable. He ends by saying, which of these do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers, the one who showed him mercy? Right? That's the answer. Go and do likewise. This is about love. This is a story of love. Not just love of others in a generic sense, but a love of people who are outside our comfort zone, people who are in need, people who want us and need us to respond. So the first principle today from this story is keep your heart open and soft to others, especially those not like you, those who think differently, act differently, look differently. Keep your heart open and soft to others. Where do we need this right now in our world? I mean, where don't we need this, right? We need this to be open and soft to others,
We need this in our world. We need this in our own lives. Where are you struggling with this? Struggling to keep your heart open to someone where it feels more comfortable just to close yourself and build a wall against somebody. We are called to this. This is where Jesus calls us to go, past where we're comfortable, and to keep our heart open and soft to others, especially those that we know are in need. This is the challenge of this first story, and it's a huge challenge. I want to share another story, same topic, love and forgiveness. This story comes from Luke's Gospel, chapter 7. Jesus said, A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debts for both of them. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he canceled the greater debt. Context for this one isn't too different from the context from the first parable. We have religious leaders wanting to know who needs to be in the circle of love and care. Jesus has visited Simon, and there has been a meal that has been put together for him, and this woman comes in, and she's crying, and she's overwhelmed with emotion, She has an ointment that she anoints Jesus with. And those around look at her, and they know her. They know that she's notorious. They know that she's a sinner. And Simon, looking at her and Jesus, knows that Jesus, if he was really who he says he is, wouldn't have anything to do with her, wouldn't have anything to do with her. And Jesus, sensing all of this, tells that parable of the two debtors. And then he says these words to Simon. Do you see this woman? I entered your house and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has bathed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but the time I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which were many, have been forgiven. Hence, she has shown great love. But the one to whom little is forgiven loves little. Here is our second principle as we look at these stories. Love needs to be expressed. Yes, our heart needs to be open and soft, but that's not all it is about. We must also act. We see that in the Good Samaritan, and we also see it in this second story. If we don't respond, then it's just empty. It's just words. So in your own life, think of this. Who are the people who you have not really done a great job showing love to, expressing your care for them, letting them know that they matter? Where do you need to put some oomph in it? 
Where do you need to express it? A lot of times we don't do this. You know, it's like that old joke where the woman says to her husband, you never tell me you love me. And he says, I told you on your wedding day, and if it changes, I'll let you know. Right? We are people who need to connect. We are people who need love to be expressed. So where have you missed the mark here? Where have you maybe taken things for granted? Where have you not expressed how you feel? Okay. So here are these two principles so far. Keep your heart open and soft to others, and love needs to be expressed. Here's the third principle for today. Forgiveness is necessary in all relationships. One of the things that often stop you and I from being loving, from being caring to people, is that we have deep unforgiveness in our lives. Maybe unforgiveness for ourselves or unforgiveness for other people. Sometimes that stops us dead in our tracks from expressing how we feel. Forgiveness is needed. Forgiveness is not optional. Forgiveness is foundational for all of us who follow Jesus. It is one of our core behaviors. I think without forgiveness, we just couldn't go on. Just couldn't get through the day without forgiveness. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean that everything's okay, it's not a problem. Sometimes it is a problem. Sometimes it's not okay. But forgiveness means that we put down our burden. Forgiveness means we no longer carry it on our shoulders. Because when we do, we become people who find ourselves becoming bitter and critical and cynical. Our hearts become hard. We become, we become tough. It's like that old saying, unforgiveness is like drinking a poison and waiting for the other person to die. So where do you need some forgiveness in your life? Who do you need to show some forgiveness to? Where do you need to receive some forgiveness? Not so everything's better, but maybe so you can start moving forward in your own life. Forgiveness will always be a lifeblood for people of faith because forgiveness reminds us of our humanity and forgiveness reminds us of our great need for God's grace. So today, we heard two stories and three principles. First principle is to keep your heart open and soft to others. The second is love needs to be expressed. And the third is forgiveness is necessary in all relationships. Which is the one that you need to work on? 
Because that's the challenge this week. Which is the one that jumps out at you today that you need to give some attention to? Is it about keeping your heart more open to others? Is it about expressing your love? It is about forgiving others or yourself. Which one will you act on? Which one will you take a next step with? Remember, the biggest challenges in our lives are how to love and how to be loved. How to let ourselves be forgiven and how to forgive. May today's summer stories remind you of the love that holds you and the forgiveness that we all need. For when God's ways become our ways, we find the wisdom of Jesus' summer stories. Let us pray.